Hey, so this podcast is all about team building. And so I know that you are probably here because you're thinking about hiring or building a team, or maybe you've even started to do so, but still have a lot of questions about how to do it the right way. Growing your team is a huge step. Even if you're just thinking about it, I applaud you. And also, there are a lot of things that you might not even think about that can be absolutely disastrous for a newly growing company if you don't know that you need to be aware in advance. So I created a guidebook for you. It's called The 10 Pitfalls of Growing a Creative Team. And that's gonna help you avoid the things that can wreak havoc on your business if you're not careful. Things that I really wish someone had told me when I first started growing a team. It's a free guidebook, so you can download your copy right now. Just click that link in the top of the episode description, or you can go to hannahbjorndahl.com slash guidebook. That's H-A-N-N-A-H-B-J-O-R ndal.com slash guidebook. Hello, I am excited to have you listening in today. When you saw the title of today's episode, what did you think? Did you think about what you would tell yourself 10 years ago? I know that I could probably fill an entire podcast series with all of the different things I wish I could have told my 20-year-old self. At the time of this recording, I'm 30. So 10 years ago, I was still in college At the time, I thought I maybe wanted to be a screenwriter or a filmmaker, but I really had no idea what I wanted to do with my life, and I definitely had no interest in entrepreneurship. I didn't even know where I wanted to live after graduation or that I would ever end up in Washington, D.C., where I live today. To be honest, when I was 20 years old, a sophomore in college, I was floundering most of the time. And what I mean by that is that I wasn't confident. I wasn't being bold about the things that I was trying. I wasn't putting myself out there in the way that I wish I had been. And while I had so many things that I enjoyed doing, I really saw no path to making any of those things profitable or sustainable, and I had no plans to do so. It's so funny thinking about that because less than five years later, I shot my first wedding. Things happened really fast, and yet I look back at my little 20-year-old self, and I wish I had had someone to lead the way, guide me, and give me advice about my future career. There were so many things that I didn't do that I wish I had. And these are not just things that would have set me up for success sooner, but they also would have been so fulfilling and life-giving in the moment. So that's what today's episode is all about. This is what I wish I had been told at 20 years old unsure of my future career and the next steps to take. Let's get started.
So this podcast episode today is a little bit more geared towards my friends who are at the very beginning stages of starting a creative business. Or maybe you just have a hobby that you love and you're thinking, well, maybe I could make money from doing this, but I don't really know. I'm pretty unsure about it. I don't even know if I want to make money doing this. Maybe I just want to keep it as a fun hobby. Today's episode is specifically for you. However, a lot of what I have to say today is also meant to be an encouragement to anyone in the creative business owning journey. Some of these things are things that I still need to hear. So I have five thoughts for you today, five things I wish I could tell myself 10 years ago. And I really hope they are an encouragement to you. And if you are one of those people that is early on in starting a business or maybe hasn't even started a business yet and you're feeling a little bit unsure, I hope this is incredibly encouraging and uplifting to you. And more than anything, I really wanted to encourage you to keep seeking out possibilities in the things that you enjoy and love doing. So let's right away get started with that list. The first thing that I would tell 20-year-old me, starting a business is not as hard as it sounds. Anyone who has ever wanted to start a business has needed to hear this at some point. There are not any degrees or certifications or college classes that you need in order to start a business. There isn't a manual that you can buy and there are really no rules to getting started. When I was 20 years old, I thought of starting a business as this thing that was filled with a bunch of confusing legal documentation and huge initial expenses and insider knowledge that I didn't have. The cost of entry, in my opinion, Financially, time-wise, knowledge-wise, it felt absolutely impossible to me to the point where I really never considered if it was even an option. I was a communications major. I figured how I would have needed to take business classes and entrepreneurship classes if that was something that I was interested in. I also had no idea that starting a business meant a ton of creative freedom, and not just in the sense that I would be able to create beautiful images for my clients, but also creativity in how I want to run my business, what kind of brand I want to build. There are so many possibilities and I think that one of the most exciting things about having a wedding photography business is the creativity in the entrepreneurship side of things. So back to 20-year-old Hannah, I wish I could just tell her starting a business is not that hard and it's not scary either. You will figure it out along the way. You don't need a ton of money or knowledge to get started. Fear of starting is what is holding you back. This was a huge mindset shift that I needed to overcome. And honestly, the only way I really overcame it was kind of accidentally starting my business and getting busy and successful faster than I ever expected. And so anything that I considered, quote unquote, business, that happened after I shot my first several weddings. I wish I had known that In essence, that is starting a business, just getting out there and doing it, and then you'll figure out the rest along the way. So that's number one. Starting a business is not that hard. The second thing I wish I could tell 20-year-old Hannah is keep doing what you love and do it with excellence, even if you aren't making money doing it. For some of you, this might be super easy. You might have a hobby that you enjoy doing that you are going to spend all your free time working on and you don't care if you're making a penny from it. It's just that much fun and you really enjoy it. And if that's you, that is amazing. Keep doing what you love and pursue doing it with excellence. Now, if you're like me, at least 20-year-old me, 
there are a lot of things that you love. Part of what was difficult in choosing a major and even internships in college was that I loved so many different things and it was hard to choose what exactly I wanted to do, what kind of career I wanted to pursue. So what ended up happening was that I started pursuing careers that felt like they had a clear path forward, or at least in my mind had a clear path forward. And for the most part, those were jobs with a company that would hire me, I would apply, be offered the job, and then I'd have this paycheck coming in every other week or once a month or whatever. That was my idea of what a career should be. But I had all these other things that I loved along the way. They were hobbies that I really enjoyed. And so even deciding what to pursue as a hobby was difficult for me. And so maybe you're the same way. Maybe even in thinking about a career or starting a business, you can think of a couple different tracks that you'd like to take and that you'd really enjoy. And if that's you, let me first just acknowledge it is really hard to decide how to spend your time when you have a lot of things you love to do. Now, if I was going back to 20-year-old me, I would have told myself, pick one or maybe two things that you could see yourself loving to do long-term. These should also be things that you're already naturally really good at. And the last little thing I would encourage myself to do is to consider how I could use that skill to the benefit of others. How could I provide value to other people by doing what I love and what I'm good at? So the obvious example for photography was creating photos that had some kind of value or significance to another person, an image that someone would want. So I didn't even say that someone would want to buy, but simply that someone would enjoy for one reason or another, whether that be because they just like it aesthetically and they want to hang it in their home as a piece of artwork or that the image holds some type of personal value to that person, whether it be because it's a picture of themselves or someone they care about, or from an important event in their life. So after kind of narrowing down the thing that I would love to do long-term that provides value to others, and then just choose that one thing. If that one thing needs to be kind of broad and you wanna experiment within it, like choosing photography, but experimenting with different types of photography, that's great and highly encouraged. But choose just that one thing to focus on. And then past that point, I would have encouraged 20-year-old me to set aside time each and every week to do this thing that I love and to be disciplined about practicing it. Build up that skill, research, learn, just because it's not a part of a college class I'm taking or part of a degree does not mean that it's not going to have a long-term benefit because the bottom line is no one is going to hand over your dream career all of a sudden to you. Being the type of person that has a unique skill set that they can offer to an employer or that they can offer to a client, that's going to give you so many more opportunities. And I just didn't know that as a college student. I didn't make time for things that felt like just hobbies. They felt unimportant. Homework felt more important. Studying felt more important. And while those things were important in some ways, it would have been good for all of the reasons that I listed before to spend time working on something that I loved and building a skill that was marketable. So bottom line on this one is don't waste your talents and the gifts you've been given. Even if you aren't sure that you'd ever want that hobby to become a job or a part of a job, pursue it with excellence because you're good at it and you enjoy it. And that's going to be life-giving to you. You're going to really enjoy building that skill and getting good at something. And it also leaves the door open to start your own business someday. Okay, number three, 
I wish I could tell 20-year-old Hannah to talk about the things that I love and seek out community with others who are like-minded. So in some ways, I did this in college. I was involved in a lot of different clubs and groups, and I really enjoyed that, and I learned from others and enjoyed the community that I built. However, when it came to photography, this was something that I just occasionally would talk about to others. I felt a little bit self-conscious because I wasn't trying to be a photographer, so I felt like a little bit of a poser when I'd pull out my camera and ask my friends if I could take pictures of them. I didn't tell my photographer friends that I was interested in learning and growing in photography, but I can't even imagine how much further ahead I would have been if I had just gotten started talking about my love for photography with others and actually had those conversations with the people I knew at my college, in my larger friend group, who also owned cameras, were interested in photography. When you talk about what you're passionate about, you often will naturally find and connect with other like-minded people. Even if you're talking to your friend that could care less about photography, they might be the person to say, hey, have you met so-and-so? They love photography as well. You definitely need to meet them. You guys are really similar. And then once you start spending time with people who have that similar passion, amazing things can happen. You can be so much more creative and learn and grow within a group rather than on your own. So I really wish I had done this in college and earlier in my career. Honestly, I waited way too long to seek out community even here in D.C. in the wedding industry. It's good to have creative people who are in your industry to talk to and to grow with and to bounce ideas off of and be creative with. So I definitely wish I could go back and tell 20-year-old Hannah, go and seek out a creative community of people who also love photography. Okay, number four. I wish I could tell 20-year-old me to take a small step in the right direction every single day. Now, this is something that I maybe wish I could have told 23 or 24-year-old me. As I was starting my wedding photography business, this is definitely some encouragement that I would have loved to hear. I am such a perfectionist. Can you relate to this? Are you a perfectionist too? So if you know what it's like to be a perfectionist, you know that it's very easy to get discouraged and feel like your work isn't good enough and nitpick every little last thing that you're doing to the point where you're discouraged and want to give up. And that's definitely something that I experienced in the first few years of owning my business. I would look at my work and say, this is not what I want it to look like. And I felt like, well, maybe this just means I kind of suck at photography. (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And that was really, really discouraging, obviously, because I had started to build this business I loved, but my work wasn't catching up with my vision for the artist that I wanted to be. I'm wondering that if you're listening in and you are a creative person that has a creative hobby, if you ever have felt this way. I know that probably all my fellow photographers have felt this way at some point. You are not alone. Anyone who's in the creative field is bound to get discouraged sometimes. We are bound to have periods of time where we feel really uninspired by the work that we're doing. So again, my fourth thing that I would have wanted to tell my younger self is to take a little step every day in the right direction because there are going to be plenty of days where you are not excited about the work you're doing and you feel discouraged. But on those days, it's more important than ever to just keep moving towards your vision for your life and for your business. It is going to take time to feel proud of the work that you're producing. That is bound to be true for anyone who's creative and is working on building a skill set. It's okay if you're not proud of your work all the time. That doesn't mean that you are terrible at what you do. 
the most important thing is to just keep moving forward. Now, there are a lot of ways to continue to be motivated and to continue moving forward. That could be an entire podcast episode of its own. And I actually recently recorded a podcast episode about my morning routine. If you haven't listened to that, I would highly recommend it. It's actually one of the primary ways that I stay motivated and on track to continue pursuing my vision, pursuing my goals. But the bottom line is you just need to keep moving forward. On the days where I have felt really uninspired and discouraged by my art form, those are the days I usually decide that I'm going to do something that utilizes the left side of my brain. So I'll do some admin stuff. I will do some accounting stuff and budgeting for my business. There are all kinds of left brain tasks that I do within Hannah Bjorndal Photography. So I find some of those to do to keep moving forward. And I would encourage you to do the same if you're feeling discouraged by the creative element of your work. Find something you can do to move forward that doesn't require you to be artistically creative. So number four, take a step each and every day towards the vision that you have for your business and for your life. Finally, number five, the fifth thing I wish I could go back and tell my 20-year-old self is that you will fail and that's okay. Can I get an amen to this one? I still need to hear this daily. Hopefully you've heard someone say this to you before, but if you haven't, hear it loud and clear now that You are going to fail at some point and that is okay. It does not mean that you should give up on your hobby or your passion or the career that you're building. I learned pretty quickly that if I wanted to be a creative entrepreneur and I wanted to build a business around something that is artistic, then that is just going to naturally be a part of life. I am going to fail. I'm going to mess up. I'm going to get it wrong, both from a creative standpoint where I don't like the work I'm producing or I make a mistake along the way. And also on the business side of things, even more than being creative, being a business owner means that you are going to fail because there is no roadmap to being a small business owner. Even if you have a lot of outside help, there is still some element of owning a business in which you have to make your own way. And making your own way is going to be filled with a lot of failures, both big and small. If you're in the wedding industry, you know weddings are really intimidating. When I first started shooting weddings, I did not want to fail at anything. I was terrified of ruining a couple's wedding day. But what I realized is a couple of things. First of all, everyone starts somewhere and no one is perfect. So no wedding photographer has ever started a business and shot their very first few weddings and not made a single mistake. That's just impossible. Obviously, there are some mistakes that are much bigger than others, but you have to start somewhere. And being a wedding photographer absolutely requires you to have a little bit of fearlessness. So expect to fail and plan to fail fast and learn from your mistakes. By using your mistakes to improve and get better, you are setting yourself up for success in the long run. You are getting that experience under your belt so you can be even better at what you do and serve your clients better than you ever expected. So number five of what I wish I could have told my 20-year-old self is that failure is a natural part of being a small business owner and a creative person. It was really fun to reflect back on myself 10 years ago and how far I've come and think about what I wish I had known back then, what I wish someone would have told me. I really hope that you hearing this has been a helpful encouragement to you If you love photography or if you have some other type of creative hobby that you enjoy, I think that is so great and you have so much potential ahead of you. I'm excited for you. 
I hope this podcast is a helpful resource to you as you think about potentially building and growing a business. And I have a ton of resources for you. So first, go check out the show notes. You can find the show notes for today's episode at everyonewinspodcast.com slash 32. I'll link any resources that I mentioned in today's episode. We also have a private Facebook community for Everyone Wins listeners that I would love for you to join if you're not already a part of it. That is at hannahbjorndahl.com slash Facebook. It'll take you right to the group. I would love for you to join. And one last thing to think about, I offer creative mentorships to both photographers and other creative entrepreneurs, and I absolutely love working one-on-one with people who are interested in turning their passion or their hobby into a profitable career. So if you heard that and you think that might be of interest to you, reach out to me directly and we can chat more about what that would look like. You can email me at info at and we'll start talking. I always start out all my mentorships by having a quick free phone call just to talk through your needs and hear more about what you're dreaming of and make sure that we're a good fit. So if that's of interest to you, I haven't talked about that on the podcast before, but that is something that I offer and that I love to do. So send me a message and we can talk more about possibilities there. I hope today's podcast in general is super helpful to you. I post new episodes every single Wednesday, so I hope I'll see you here next week. If you haven't already, make sure that you're subscribed to this podcast. And also, if you're enjoying it, if you're finding it helpful, please leave me a five-star review. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I am so excited that you're here, as always, and I hope I'll see you here next week.